Welcome to Blake Street Banter, where one of us knows what the word banter means. The other two are just along for the ride. Tyler, say hi. I hope I don't sound like too much of a frog today, a little under the weather here. <laughs> you, sound, you sound beautiful as always, Tyler. You are good right. to go. <laughs> we, and we are joined by Case Williams, somebody you probably heard of. Case, what's up? Hey, how we doing? We are good. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for doing this with us. And Thanks for having me. Yeah, I want to put you on the spot real quick. We <laughs> big tough questions right at the beginning. It's kind of like how we like to do things here. All right. Yes or no? Abs and four. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I expect that Absolutely. answer. A uh, little background on that. Case and I went back and forth and trying to find a time to talk today. And he <laughs> made sure that we were not going to talk during the Avalanche game tonight. So Absolutely. we are doing it. Before the Avs game for tonight, and you heard it here, probably a little late because this isn't going to be posted before tonight, <laughs> but <laughs> Case calls case calls game, sweeps them four. I hope so. I mean, yeah. We need it. After what happened in game three, like, it just has to get cut right here. Hey, Kane's out, so we got a little Wait. leeway that way, so. I guess it doesn't, talking about this now when it's going to go up later doesn't matter, but I didn't see, so Kane got suspended. Yeah. One game for when he uh, boarded Kadri. Justice. <laughs> Were you? Have you always been a like you know hockey Avs fan growing up? Or um, I've always kind of kept track of them. Um, obviously they're extra good this year, but uh, I kind of started going this off season and even to DU games, and they just won the the Natty as well. And uh, it was just so fun to be there and watch. So kind of fell in love with it this off season. Do you know hockey? Yeah, I I kind of knew coming into it, and then I just figured out a little bit more, um, and it makes sense, so I'm all there. That helps a little. I've been trying to – I keep touching my toes into the hockey realm, and I can't, like, fully commit. I'm in I'm in Michigan right now, so don't hold against me. I'm a Red Wings fan. My wife is a huge Red Wings uh, fan. So I know we have that bad, bad blood history there. So – but it's, I just haven't been able to fully dive in, but I think it might be because the Red Wings are just terrible right now. They are <laughs> full be. rebuild, but I I think you're the good luck charm. You got DU, you got Avs making the sweep tonight. I hope so. Knock <laughs> on wood. Um, you're, the, you're the good luck charm. <laughs> so maybe we need to get, get the Avalanche involved and send you out to the Stanley Cup when they make it, knock on wood, Stanley Cup finals there, just so you can be in attendance in Denver or something. Yeah, take a start off and go to some (laughs) (laughs) See you guys. I'm going to go have fun in Denver real quick. Uh, Did you – so growing up in Castle Rock, being a Colorado guy, did you ever – how many sporting events, like Denver sporting events, like was that part of your childhood and like how big a part of that was? um, Yeah, always. um, Not a huge part, but it would kind of be a – every every once in a while type thing but uh yeah nuggets uh broncos abs kind of all those um never too many but i mean obviously rockies games uh, i've been to many of those so it's wild being on the other side yeah what's what is that biggest difference i guess as a professional ball player now to as a fan growing up what is that biggest difference for you Besides playing, um, probably just knowing the inner workings of what they see, what everyone else sees. Um, so whatever the product they put on the field, 
not just what it is, but how it got there, like who else is involved and everything like that. So, I mean, that makes sense. Would you tell younger you, like 15 year old you, like, dude, just relax a little bit. Like, like now, like now that you know what's behind the scenes and some of those fandom, fandom Um, reactions, like, yo, chill out. No, probably not. No, it's all all big complex um, organization and that's how it always is. Okay. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. Lots of moving parts. I'm sure. So has that been an adjustment for you? Or getting used uh, to, I guess. To minor league ball? Yeah, just like the professional life. Because, I mean, you went from high school to yeah. COVID to professional life, all that. So, like, what's yeah, been that sure. big um, learning thing? Yeah, I think it's a, an adjustment for everyone, um, big or small. Um, just depends on where you were, um, what you've been through. Um, but kind of like for me, it was first season was more about trying to survive and figure it out, like what I need to do to to play to get out there and do what I need to do and I um I kind of didn't figure that out until late or even this year Mm -hmm. to truly just like be comfortable and play um and not feel like I'm just trying to get through it and survive so turning things back to the draft you know you were a Colorado kid and we can talk about that a little bit were you expecting to be drafted you know as a (laughs) five-round condensed draft um, you know, were the Rockies in touch with you a lot? Like, were you expecting to make that jump or did you, you know, plan to step foot at Santa Clara? Yeah. Um, it was always kind of a talk. Um, we've been talking to like scouts and whatnot, and, uh, we would make a couple of those, like the visits, um, basically. And so it was always a thought, but Rockies were never that high on the radar, honestly. Um, like it, it's kind of funny. It kind of came down to me picking between Reds and Rockies, so I had to go Rockies. Um, so yeah, they they really kind of popped up out of nowhere and had to decide pretty quick. So that was always crazy. That's like an extra little lens into you know what's happened in the last yeah. year and a half with two trades going down, and also. You know, you were born in, in Ohio. I think everyone, you know, looks at Douglas County and they're like, oh, this is a Colorado kid through and through. But, you know, tell, like, when did you move to Colorado? Because you do have that Ohio uh, yeah. connection going on. Like six months old. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you um, sound like an idiot. Next time. No. <laughs> I was, yeah, brought out because of my parents' work. So okay. super young. Sense. Yeah. So no, no real ties to Ohio there. <laughs> Not really. My uh, my uh my mom my mom's side of the family still there, but uh, other than that, no. Okay, so yeah, as a Michigander again, uh, we don't really view Ohioans very fondly up here, so <laughs> <laughs> that works too. Um, so you mentioned like going back and forth between the Reds and the Rockies had to decide quick, and Santa Clara, you had all those options. Like as a 17, 18 year old trying to make this decision pretty big one right um what were some of the key factors in that decision making um I mean it wasn't just me making the decision um I was with my family so I think that really helped and uh being able to just like talk it through with them and even my agent a little bit but uh 
I just had to consider all the options like going to college, um, especially non-power five. You never know what could come out of it. Like I, we had to look back at who else had been drafted out of there at some point mm-hmm. and what that truly might look like versus what I would be getting into now. Um, never know if you'll get hurt. Um, just kind of looking at all that. And also with the COVID, we didn't know um, what it was going to look like for the school year. Right. And it turned out to be, I think, a really good decision on my part um, because they weren't able to go back until I was done with a full season, I think. Right. And uh, yeah. their season ended up not going too well, but uh, they they also had like 18 um, returning seniors. So it would have been tough on playing time and development more than I have here. So I think it was a great decision to dive in early and get it going. At any point last year, you know, you were definitely figuring things out, kind of to be expected as a, as a teenager in, in pro ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, were there points where you were kind of like, this is, I'm, I'm a little in over my head, or did you just kind of trust the whole process? Yeah, uh, I think I – I trust the process. Um, sometimes I would get hit or whatever it might be a little, and it's like, damn, like this, this <laughs> is tough. But I just knew I had to stick with it because there's only one way to go for me, and that's not out. That's not what I wanted to do. So um, I think it was just sticking with it, knowing that it'll work out at some point and that hard work will help as well. And so you've, you've talked a little bit about kind of settling in mentally, uh, mm-hmm. but what kind of changes have, have taken place physically to your arsenal since, you know, you graduated high school and, you know, entering the, the Rockies and then, you know, playing with the Reds, what kind of arsenal changes have taken place for you? Yeah. Kind of just like the refinement of everything I'd say, but uh, I've added a slider um, that's been working pretty well. Lots of swing and miss on that lately. I kind of just figured it out um, two weeks ago. I had a little cut on my index finger and I moved. So I, I used to hold it like baseball here, actually. I used to hold it like that and see the finger. And so I had to just move it back to like right there because it would hurt my finger a little bit. And it actually ended up being like way better and controllable than what it previously was. Um, so that's been working really well for me. Um, curveball still um, works. Change up. It's been got, gotten better. A um, little bit more consistent with it. And then same fastball. Okay. How was the velo? Uh, like, have you grown physically to be able to throw a little bit harder? Is that kind of, yeah, I think you were throwing kind of low mid nineties in, in yeah. high school, but has, has anything changed on that front? It's still, it's still right there. Um, I'm kind of working on obviously more maintaining than growing at the moment. Um, I've, I've obviously always want to throw harder, but uh, sometimes it's tough. I think that's more of a, off-season thing and I tried it a little bit this off-season and from last year I think it's definitely a little bit uh, a little bit of a step up so yeah when when you were in high school and you're you had your high school coach and you were piping 90 in high school 
did he just go holy shit like this is incredible i hope so (laughs) i can't imagine (laughs) facing i'm thinking of my high school like my high school playing days and we maybe faced a guy that hit 80 in Mm. western nebraska that was it and then you had the big 12 6 curveball we had a guy that topped at probably 85 and we thought he was fantastic so i'm just thinking of me 16 17 18 year old seeing this guy up there piping 95 93 95 right there and just going what am i supposed to do with this coach and like right yeah then then as a coach when i was coaching the like 10 years later seeing that would be like okay so how do we hone this in like yeah i just imagine as a coach like how do you what do you say to that what do you do with that did like were you kind of like this i don't know like this precious commodity like hey i don't want to mess this arm up because this is going to go somewhere or did he run you out there like every third day (laughs) yeah um it it was always kind of tough because you always want to play um always want to pitch but knowing that high school in the grand scheme of things isn't that big um so we always kind of had to watch how much i was going out there how much i was throwing but i think they wanted me to throw a lot um (laughs) which is good i like being able to be that guy um yeah i always just kind of had to watch how much i was to not get overused yeah so it ended up working out so and that was something you and your family probably were advocating for and make sure everybody was on the same page with that yeah i would always kind of keep track of pitch count and if i was getting tired like there's no reason to okay destroy me through this game even if we're still winning and stuff like that yeah yeah so like at what i guess at what point in that high school career did that start for you was that a freshman sophomore time or does that really hit ramp up like once you were junior senior um sophomore junior year because i did not have senior year yeah right. yeah <laughs> that makes sense yeah so okay that makes sense i mean i've just never been surrounded by talent so i just <laughs> i'm curious like that's that's pretty cool uh did you play the field at all i did yeah um, uh right field no. center field right uh first and third first and third okay oh, gosh. i was gonna say short like growing up like did you play other sports and were you kind of one of those like just do it all athletes so i feel like a lot of pro baseball players tend to be like that um i did rec soccer and basketball but that's it actually i never played football um i was always pretty good at them never great and then i knew that baseball was where it's at made a career decision (laughs) (laughs) made a good one were you able to hit it all were you able to rake all pitchers say yes so a little bit (laughs) (laughs) would you be able to hit you right now absolutely no no (laughs) right on that which which person would you not want to face in your rotation right now Juarez McCade green and you can't say yourself we're gonna put some <laughs> other names in there kafka we can even throw shaver in there because he was with you for a little bit like who would you not want to face probably castillo because he throws fuzz and like a 90 mile an hour slider that's nasty that's kind of that crazy that he's sticking in the, the rotation for now with that kind of stuff going like, the don't see that very often. often yeah yeah and i think he's only 21 
Yeah. He's a young guy. Yeah, you guys are just loaded in that rotation. Like one through six, you know, everyone can shove. Everyone brings something really valuable to the mound. Um, What do you guys kind of, what's the dynamic like between all of you? And, you know, how do you help each other from start to start and just to get better? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a team. Uh, we're a bunch of, bunch of young new guys, um, compared to the last year Grizzlies. I think this is a, a lot younger of a team. And I think it's, it's almost everyone's first year besides I think me, Quejada and that, oh, Boone. Um, I think that's it though. So everyone's just ready to get after it and kind of helping each other, just little things here and there. Cause at the same time, we are also competing, which is the weird thing always. Um, but we are here to win together. So kind of helping each other with little things. Um, like green helped me with something mentally, like finding your like red, like the stoplight thing. So like knowing your green light, like you're going, um, yellow lights, like, okay, I need to reset, take a breath here. And then there's the red light where it's like, oh shit, like I need to like stop, reset, figure something out now because um so just like little things here and there helping each other um so it's been big help yeah that's and that's cool to hear like as fans as people that are you know watching you guys like building each other up because we talked to we talked to Braden Ward a little bit probably two weeks ago three weeks ago and he was talking about his relationship with Benny Montgomery like fresh new face kind of like what you did last year fresh new face out of high school what is he doing you're gonna have these slumps you're gonna have these ups and downs and he was telling talking about the conversation Braden and Benny were having like you're gonna struggle what are you gonna do when that happens here's here's some things that I've been doing and here's what I what works for me so maybe you're trying this and like just like building each other up you are a team together so that's really cool to hear like you guys build each other up even yeah. though you are technically competing against each other which is it's it's weird is, yeah. uh, <laughs> that it's got to be weird right it is um and, and what else is weird is that like i'm still younger than these college guys and it sometimes feel like they have more experience than me and they do they've mm-hmm. been through three four years some of them um so just hearing what they have to say from a different perspective is nice to hear and uh and it's also weird because I've I've been the more longer in Pro Bowl is so it's just kind of the balancing act to each other. Yeah, yeah, it's such a it's such a wild dynamic because you've gone through two trades in a year that some people won't even ever experience ever, <laughs> and then these guys have three years of college experience through the COVID stuff, and everybody yeah. has their own little story and their own little journey right now, and you all yeah. have your own expertise and advice that you can give right that's it's crazy it's just it's so many dynamics to a team to baseball especially baseball right because like you are on the same team but you're competing and you're all coming from different countries everything right different cultures different countries different languages are being spoken Mm -hmm. everywhere like you have a huge learning curve especially with that young team 18 19 20 year olds coming from everywhere and what how does that dynamic in that locker room because you guys are from everywhere and is it and you guys seem to be having fun like it always looks like fresno grizzlies are having a good time which is also great to watch but like what's that behind the scenes what's that locker room like to keep that fun that lightness going yeah i'm uh, we're all we're all cool with each other there's no 
no beef anywhere, I don't think. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're so we're in an apartment complex now, and uh, kind of all the guys are here. M most are here. Um, so we got some Latins upstairs. Um, we have a Latin that just moved in with me and Ahern. Um, so it's the three of us. Um, we got some pitchers next door. So it's kind of, we're all together all the time. So you have to make do with them all the time. Really. <laughs> You're sleeping with them and everything. But uh, yeah, I think winning obviously helps everything. Right. But uh, I think part of that is just the want to win and the drive, all the new and young guys have on the team. And you guys probably build off of each other. Like you see that person working like, all right, so we're going to get out there and work and. Yeah. Off of each other. And Latins always bring a energy. And so it's fun. Yeah. yeah. And it, kind of speaking back on the, you know, the little competition that's always underlying you mm -hmm. probably experienced this a little bit last year, you know, you got the draft coming up and some guys are a little bit on edge because, you know, spots are always, you know, at risk, your spots always mm -hmm. at risk. Did you see that kind of play out last year? And, you know, has there been, you know, any mention of what's going to happen, you know, post-draft this year? Like, what's gone on there? It's kind of right around the draft when stuff starts moving. Because um, I think that's when I got traded back, um, was late July. And so early July was draft. Um, so that's when stuff kind of always gets shaken up a little bit because – they got to get the guys and go to Arizona first. And then from there, it's like, okay, this is a college guy that just came out of the college world series. I think he's ready. So you never know who it is, who's coming. Um, but it's always trying your best. Yeah. Focus on what you can do and what you can control and right. people will notice for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Again, just another dynamic to keep, keep out there. Um, Go, go into that trade. So two organizations in a year, uh, before 20, like what was, what's that, what's, I guess the biggest philosophy between like the res organization and the Rockies organization. We talked to Noah Davis a little bit about this and I'm just kind of curious if it was similar for you being at different points in your guys' careers. Yeah. Um, I think like I've almost spent half and half time at both spots. Mm -hmm. Um, close um but uh yeah they are two very different um at the time when i was there it was uh bodie and all the driveline stuff so a lot of updated um ideas and thoughts um very modern um and i think with rockies it's starting to get there it's a little bit a little bit more old school as you probably know um but we're starting to get there with flint um, they're kind of integrating like the Florida, Florida baseball ranch. If you guys have ever heard that. Um, so kind of like the science start of it, part of it, um, got the, like the edutronic video, um, biomechanics stuff. So it's kind of getting there, but that's really the difference is the, the science half of it rather than the play half. And so how much do you involve yourself with that? Cause we've talked to a lot of guys who really just kind of, keep that on the side like they'll, they'll, they're willing to hear about things from you know a coach but you know there's plenty of pitchers who who really concern themselves with pitch science and trying to optimize everything they do mm -hmm. 
is that kind of where you're at or are you a little bit you know in the middle like you know i'll i'll take what i can get but i'm gonna just try to you know keep it simple where are you at kind of on the spectrum i'd say in the middle um i like i like having that stuff however i don't want to base all that i have on it because in the end when i'm in game that's not what i need to be thinking about um i like using it as a tool especially in the off season to be like okay i want to get a little bit more horizontal on my change up or whatever it might be so that's when i'll be using the rap sodas or the editronics type stuff um but i've never I, i don't need it i like it but uh it just comes down to playing yeah and at the end of the day you know it it should more just like confirm what you feel and what you you see as a as a player um you know and as a pitcher you're you're totally feeling and seeing everything you're doing so yeah i i totally get that perspective that it's yeah and that's that's the most important part is when you're uh using like a rap soda type thing is just like okay how did that feel because it number wise it looks good so keep whatever you just felt and do that so i think it just helps you stay consistent sometimes if you're lacking in that aspect. Yeah. It's, it's another tool to use, mm-hmm. but not based on everything off of it. Right. That makes sense. And I think that's a good mentality to have with it. Just like yeah. with everything, don't like have one thing be your exactly. main, gotta, main focus. Got to pick from everywhere. Right. So yeah. like between the, the Rockies and the Reds, like, do you feel a little more comfortable now that there's less influence kind of coming from the whole science side? Or, you know, what was kind of, what do you kind of prefer between the two? I, I guess you might not want to put people on the spot or any, anything like that, but. Oh, no. Um, I think it was a good learning experience that I was able to bring here and integrate with what the Rockies like as well. So I think it's the perfect, like, happy medium between both that I've able to put it into my routine and everyday routine. So I think both have helped. That makes sense. Just, just from a very raw look, have you seen your stuff play differently from in Castle Rock to when you're in high school to in Fresno? And I'm speaking more of like the altitude piece of it and like how your balls might move or not move as much. Have you noticed that at all? Um. It's been a while since I've thrown back in Colorado, but I always remember like going in the summer, it would be like, oh, my stuff's working sweet. And then it would be a trip to like, say, Florida. And then your first um, bullpen or getting in the bullpen, it's like, oh, my God, my curveball just moved (laughs) feet. So I think it's just the little adjustments from playing in altitude to not. And uh, I never thought it was too bad, but it's obviously it can be hard for someone that doesn't know altitude coming from the lower altitude. Um, right. And just having a one, one time deal rather than uh, vice versa. Right. Yeah. But it was definitely noticeable with your stuff. That's, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Even like fastball plays different um, yeah. cause it won't grab as much and it doesn't have as much ride. So you got to kind of watch out um, up top in Colorado and at altitude right but, uh yeah everything's different yeah and the, the curveball is especially interesting because you know i don't know how much you you've been exposed to just hearing about you know 
curveball versus slider in this organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the, you know, the Rockies love guys with with horizontal movement on on a you know yeah. break pitch. Yeah. Um, and so it's funny for you, you were drafted. I remember seeing some of your rap soto data like on the curveball. It was like, is that guy in high school throwing a curveball like that? Um, and so it's it's just interesting seeing you know someone come from you know high altitude throwing a curveball that, you know, isn't going to be maximized as much, but obviously it was still pretty incredible. So that's got to be fun, you know, being in pro ball now at low altitude where you're like, hey, that thing is is a hammer now. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's part of why it was loopy in high school. I mean, besides just physical and mental development, but uh, knowing that I had to let something else kind of do the work. Because mm-hmm. um, if I just ripped it spin, it wouldn't do too much. So I think it's gotten a little bit sharper over time and uh, definitely in a better spot. Have you ever just thrown a pitch and go, damn, I can do that? It was that slider. <laughs> was a couple weeks slider? ago with that, with that new grip. I just moved it back and I let one rip and I was like, oh my God, that was, that was <laughs> disgusting. Did that happen in bullpen or was that live action? Um, it was in Visalia right before the game. So I was... I go through going through my routine. I did my two fastballs, middle arm side, and then um, extension side. And then I go three changeups, middle. And then I went to the sliders. I threw one. I was like, okay, that kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. I just moved it back a little bit on the next one, threw it like a fastball, and it was just sharp. <laughs> I was like, ooh, okay. Let's, let's <laughs> Who was your catcher that day? Did they notice it? Um, I think it was it was Goodman that day. Um, he, I, th- I think he did. I hope. <laughs> I think that was just that was his first time catching me. Okay. Anyway, so I don't think okay. he had yeah. a good comparison to so, a, the previous. Wasn't have to adjust like that. That's. I'm gonna have to go back and watch because you've obviously <laughs> used that this past week, right? So I might have to go yeah, back so in the past two weeks that I've been able to actually stories. control that new, the new grip. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm probably going to go back. It's so hard for me, like, Eastern time zone. I mean, this time difference here, like, you guys are on at 9, 10 o'clock, and yeah. I, it's hard to stay up. So I haven't watched you as much as I want to, but I my summer my summer break is starting right now. So school is out. So I'm going <laughs> to go back and go back into the archives and see yeah. this difference in the slider. My dad um, always said that was a, the not fun thing was being on the east coast and waiting for like the dodgers to start and you're like oh it's nice and sunny or whatever it might yeah. be and you're in the cold at 11 and they're playing at seven o'clock or whatever it might be it's absolutely terrible like <laughs> watching the coors games that beautiful sunset yeah <laughs> i'm like i have 15 feet of snow outside and just trying to keep warm yes we do have lots of snow in april still and just trying to watch these games like this sucks and i'm just like trying to keep my eyes open even in mountain time i'm used to like when they play in san francisco like staying up till 11 12 yeah they go extras even like 1 a.m this is ridiculous i'm an hour ahead of them and you know i'm staying up past midnight to watch baseball but um but so with the the slider you know, you said about two weeks, you, you've really figured that out, but you're right now on a, on a five game stretch where you've gone six innings allowed two or fewer runs. So it hasn't only been the slider really contributing to right. that. Um, you know, going back to those last five, I think your, your sixth start was also, you know, pretty good, but not, yeah. not quite on that six, two or less. Um, what kinds of things really clicked for you besides, you know, the slider as of late? 
Um, I think it was more mental than anything. Um, kind of treating every batter like the last, just knowing that you keep up intensity throughout the game. Um, not letting outside factors affect it. Um, but just knowing that I want to play and have fun, but also just compete. Um, I think that's where it's gotten. Um, I've been reading a book and my favorite quote from it or line was the ump say play ball for a reason, not work ball. So I think that hit a little different for some reason. And I've always liked that. So I think it's going out there and having fun and just kind of knowing that my stuff can play and just use it. Um, so I think that's been the, the change. Yeah. So obviously you kind of went through that spell where it did feel like work. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And you've seen that change. And, and when you start having fun with things, it does like with anything, like if you just change it right. mental, like you can, however you react is all your, how you want to do it. It's your choice of how you respond. It. I, right. I recently saw a quote that kind of put that in perspective. Like you respond, you're reacting how you want to, you're choosing your response. If you want to get upset about it, you're choosing that. And like, yeah. you can also yeah. choose not to. So it's like that kind of mentality. Mm. It sounds like, and yeah, so and it, it's that mental hard process for me yeah. as well. I'm just trying not to get behind or, whatever that might be, um, just always attacking and knowing where my mistake pitches might be in the zone and staying away from there kind of. Um, obviously, sometimes it accidentally goes there, but uh, I think it, I've made a good adjustment at not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say so, right? Your, your last six, five games, six games, like two or less runs, like that's it's got to be fun being in that kind of groove and that stretch there. Yeah um that's pretty cool when let's get to some funner more fun questions like <laughs> i like just your childhood and all that do let's go is there any rockies pitcher that you kind of looked up to when you're i guess two years ago <laughs> like was there anybody like you kind of mimicked your game after or just really enjoyed watching um are you talking to anyone in major league Let's. I, I want to go Rockies first, and then any, anybody in the major league. If you can't come up with a Rockies player, yeah, no, I never really have anywhere um, from anyone really. I just kind of, I kind of like I said earlier. I just kind of pick and choose from everywhere because um, mm -hmm. there's so many different resources and types of people, and everyone's kind of their own person and pitcher. And I think I've learned from a lot and taken from a lot. So I don't think I've had one person that I've specifically um, sought after. Yeah. yeah. Is there anybody, how about this? Is there anybody like you tune into that you want to see a start? I think since I've gotten here, I like watching the, the guys coming up. So like the Feltners and um, Servin, I actually worked out with Servin once. Nice. So it's kind of, it's cool seeing those guys, like knowing kind of what it takes, like their work, ethic that i've seen hmm. and uh just like seeing how their stuff plays because like when i see it at spring training versus on tv when i'm just sitting here on mondays or whatever that might be just watching them i think is super fun and even guys for other teams yeah so do you follow baseball like do you follow the major league baseball at all you a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. i always 
always kind of curious if people are fans like how much of a fan are you outside of the baseball part i never try and um get into it too much because there's obviously i know i have a lot a lot of games left this season a lot of baseball left so i kind of try and take some time that i have away and actually take it away yeah um, to just relax and get the mind right i guess yeah and you should <laughs> like I, I i think i say this every time but fans we we think you should always be baseball you should be 24 7 baseball and i that absolutely drives me nuts like no yeah. you need to get away you need to have time for yourself because i think about myself my professional career if i just was focused on that 100 percent, i'd drive myself insane and exactly. it wouldn't be beneficial for anybody right so what is what go ahead I think we might be asking the same We're question. Asking the same what question. kinds of things do you yet yeah, consume yourself with when it's not baseball? Because, yeah, you got to take some time. <laughs> yeah. Um, today, so Monday off day, I mean, I always want to do something, but then you get to, like, Sunday night, and you're like, all right, I don't really want to do anything tomorrow. <laughs> um, usually it involves going to the store, uh, might stretch it out a little bit. Um, but I have this little like clip on hammock. So I, there's this little park next door that I might go to and just relax. Um, might read that book a little, um, might play some NHL. Um, <laughs> otherwise just, just kind of normal relaxed things. I don't play the show. Um, but yeah, just normal stuff. So do you just, are you just on the sticks on NHL or do you doing any, do you playing any other games? Do you playing COD or anything else? COD. Yep. We've, we've been getting the boys on sometimes. <laughs> okay. That's sweet. Oh, man, I miss video games. Was always, that was always my go-to. Like, all right, I'm just going to play video games all day. And that was, it was so much fun. It was my, my go-to was always Borderlands, Borderlands. And then in college it was Halo 2. Oh, yeah. aging myself a little bit there but it was... <laughs> halo <2. laughs> yeah halo 2 i didn't even know there was more after that that's all that's how old it's been uh what are you doing for the abs game tonight you going to hitting up a buffalo wild wings are you staying at home ordering some food in probably gonna make some food here and uh turn it on here just on tv um okay. finally so it's not on blackout or anything uh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah true. espn was blacking me out a couple times and that i was like no not now that sucks <laughs> Yeah, so it's nice to be on TV and I can just relax here and then go to bed. Yeah, there you go. That's where it's at. Um, have you, I don't know what this means. So Stephen Rice sent me this when I told him we were talking to you. Have you ever had a snooze breakfast? Absolutely. Okay. What does that mean? What is that? It's just the place. It's called Snooze. Is it in Fresno? No, I've looked. <laughs> okay. So, so I, it's a Colorado thing? Because I know he went to... Uh, North Colorado, but yeah, so there's, there's, it's definitely in Denver. Um, I think there's some in Arizona that I remember. Um, okay. so it's kind of in that region of the U S but super good. Okay. So snooze breakfast next time. In, in I tried town. to go like, cause I don't, I live in, I live in Albuquerque, but my brother lives up in Denver and okay. I visited and we're like, I, I want to go to snooze. It was like, an hour and a half wait. I was yeah. like, all right, not this time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, me and my girlfriend, um, we would always, well, X now, but uh, we would always 
wait list it like an hour and a half before we would actually want to go. <laughs> and then you'd be like, okay, we're ready to go. So then we, then we would go and we would get there and it would be like five, 10 minutes to wait. And so it was perfect timing. I'm going to, yeah, keep that one. That's, Put that in the back pocket. There you go. That's a veteran <laughs> move. You know what? I'm looking it up. They have one in Union Station in Denver. Is that right? I think so. There's a I few think, spots. I, sw- I think I've actually been to that that one. It's right there on the corner of it. Yeah. Shoot, I've been there. You know what a snooze breakfast. <laughs> Last time I was in Denver, it was probably five or six years ago. I remember there's a little breakfast joint right there in the Union Station. Yeah, place it was to do. It was fantastic. All right. I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> Being in Colorado, you guys have a bunch of stuff to do. What's your like your favorite place to go to, thing to do in Colorado? Uh, I think it's probably nature, if anything. Um, there's obviously always, always stuff to do and I'm not 21 yet, so I haven't gotten broad, (laughs) um, (laughs) activities, but, uh, I think just knowing that it's all that in my backyard and I go to my buddy's house sometimes and he kind of lives in the sticks and, uh, he'll kind of take me up on his ranger or whatever it is and up top, up in the hills and, it's just so nice to look at everything out there and it's just beautiful. Um, so I think that if anything, but I'm always kind of doing something working out or baseball related. So it's always kind of hard to find time to do stuff, but my family family and I always kind of do something every once in a while. So there's stuff to do. Yeah. Did you, did you ski or snowboard at all growing up? I imagine you probably would not be allowed to now. (laughs) I didn't. I wish though. I really wish. Um, I think I want to take up snowboarding when I'm done, but yeah, I never had, I wish. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a, it's just a good excuse to be like out in obviously in, you know, the snow yeah. and it's a cool vibe, but you know, there's some awesome towns. I like, I imagine you, you probably visited some, you know, ski yeah. towns, just the culture yeah. there is so cool um, yeah. just to visit and stuff. So yeah, that would be a good post baseball kind of thing. Yeah, it would. It would be perfect. But uh can't hit any trees. <laughs> no trees, no. Is there something in your contract that says, you know, don't do anything reckless? Absolutely. There's yeah, I, I remember the one section it said like you couldn't play basketball, um oh, just like, all stuff, all stuff like that. So there there really are in the contract. Yeah. So I guess basketball does make sense, you know, too much Ankles. up and down, you know, lots of knee yeah. back risk, lots of ankles. Lots of ankles. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah, you'd have to really adjust your wind up if you're <laughs> twisting yeah, your ankle, not just the <laughs> grip on the slider. Yeah. Um, three favorite Rockies ever. Your Arenado. top three favorite. Uh, okay, no, no specific order. Um, Arenado, Cargo, and probably. Mm, probably blackman yeah it's all position guys yeah did you get did you get to meet chuck in spring training at all i've seen him around but i I didn't get to no that's gonna be cool that's nerve-wracking you see him that is like the most iconic first day when the big league league guys came back i was just like that's (laughs) i've been seeing him on tv forever (laughs) is that is that crazy like it is. It is. You're just kind of sitting in the training room doing your thing before you're about to go pitch or whatever it is. And you just see 
Blackman hopping the hot tubs. You're just like, hey, <laughs> sweet. Or like Brian, even that that was weird seeing seeing Chris Bryant walk up in there. As yeah, everyone was like, whoa. So, that's <laughs> was was former MVP. Yeah. <laughs> that is have nuts. You gotten, have you <laughs> yeah. gotten to throw pens like with some of the major league guys? Because I know we saw. Herman Marquez, like he was living at like the Metro State facilities, throwing yeah. pens there. Um, like, have you thrown with any of those besides maybe like Feltner guys that are, you know, you were in the minor league camp um, at one point? Pitch with any of the big league guys? Um, no, I haven't. But um, where we work out in the off season, so it's like it's me, Reagan, Max, George, and. Uh, couple other guys and we were invited to come to chorus for a couple lifts in the off season mm. and uh marquez was there for one of them so that was that was pretty sweet to just be able to see what he does um off the field and kind of who he is really um so that was that was really cool the opportunity to get to go there yeah that would be fun yeah um all right last question we'll let you go sit in a hammock for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, it's my favorite question and you can be completely selfish. And I think I know where you're going with this, but what is your favorite, most best all time baseball moment? Again, you can be selfish. Uh, I want to say draft, but that's boring. I, I just, <laughs> I can never think of something that quick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's every day is a new adventure with the guys and every day is a new opportunity to win. So, so am I wrong? You didn't throw a no-no in, in high school? I did. Okay. <laughs> that, that's not on the list? It is. It's on the list. <laughs> that should have been right there, man. Yeah, that was <laughs> were you just in a group? Were you just like, were, was that day just different for you? Did you feel it? <sighs> I don't, I don't think so. Um, I think it was a lot of soft contact that day for some reason. Um, I don't know how many strikeouts I had, but uh, there's one, one play that I always remember is, was my best friend at short and he got, got a ground ball and noticed that he was going to be going to be safe. So he threw it away, took the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think that, that is a good friend. Best baseball because it's so <laughs> funny. Like it might not be a triumph, but like it's it's classic. So I oh, think I that. <laughs> yeah, you take him out for a steak dinner after you got that contract. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, thanks, man. Um, I do want to go back to that draft. It's not. I do like to hear these stories too. Where were you on the day that you got the call that you in that moment? Like, hey, the Rockies are taking you in the fourth round. Like, what was that kind of experience about? We were at home, family room. Um, we were kind of watching. So we watched the first day, kind of see who's getting picked where, and then got to day two and kind of later in day two, I think it was like right before dinner. Um, so we were kind of sitting there watching. I was like, okay, we're getting close to the end. Mm -hmm. And at that point it was just kind of like, whatever happens, happens. Um, it's not do or die. And, um, and then I forget whose phone rung, but it was just like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, just the calls going back and forth, like, how much are they asking? And just all that. So 
Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that'd be fun. I bet that was intense. Very. Yeah, that was always like, scary. Right like, did I make the right decision? Right. There's always that yeah. questioning afterwards. But I, I would say you made the right decision so far. And I think it's, so. I, it's been cool to hanging out and talking to you. It's your career is already crazy, and I can't wait for it to settle down and watch you settle down, and you just keep figuring this thing out. Like you're already making those strides mentally, which I think is way more involved than people think so keep doing that keep doing cool things and we'll be rooting for you i will watch you more i promise (laughs) and um yeah just go do cool things case thank you for hanging out man absolutely thanks guys it was fun yeah thank you case appreciate it thank you for watching and listening please check out our link tree for more content